Hi, this is Ann Holm with annholm.net. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And we are at episode 164 with my really good friend, a U of M fan, University of Michigan fan, but that's okay. Being Me being a Sparty, forgive her for the next 25 minutes or so. But make sure you break out your notebooks because um, my good friend, Ann Holm, is going to help you enhance your leadership and communication skills. Um, she's going to remind us to stay free-spirited. She's going to talk a lot about self-awareness and how to use that to level up your life the right way. So without further ado, here's my really, really good friend, Ann Holm. Let's level up. Time to shine today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I got me a fellow Midwesterner here. I'm in, I'm in South Florida, and she's in the Twin Cities there in Minnesota. But we're both from the Mitten. We're both from Michigan. And I love my Michigan people, even though she's a U of M fan and I'm a Sparty. But we'll get along here for the next 20, 30 minutes. Um, I have my really good friend, Ann Holm, from annholm.net. And Ann is a professional certified coach specializing in executive career by the way of focusing on self-awareness and mental fitness. She's a Myers-Briggs type indicator, uh, steps one and two certified, and that's what she's known with her extensive experience. She also has 25 years of experience in applied brain sciences. I can't wait to get in the narrow side of this conversation, using her hands-on experience to help her coaching clients stay focused and energized given the demands of the 21st century workplace. She's also collaborating on a book, which we'll touch base on towards the end of the interview that'll be coming out in 2021. So Anne, please, I'm so grateful that you're here. Come on, introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today Varsity Squad. But first, what is your favorite color and why? That's an easy, easy answer. It's blue. All right. (laughs) Why is is it blue, Anne? Well, uh, okay. So Truthfully, I said blue because uh, I'm a Wolverine, a Michigan Wolverine, go blue. <laughs> but I actually um, am a prefer orange of okay. all colors. Uh, orange because there's a lot of power in it okay. and a lot of warmth in it. So beautiful. Um, that's I, that would probably be my real answer. But yeah. for you today, it's, it's blue. go blue. Yes. Go blue. I love it. It's I love definitely it. not green. <laughs> so let's get to the origins of Anne. I mean, I know that okay. you kind of grew up in the mitten. Um, we were there at the yep. same time. Uh, let's get to origins, and then we have how we leveled up to annehome.net. Okay. So my background is um, I worked for 25 years as a speech pathologist. So I went to University of Michigan for my undergrad and my master's degree, and I worked with brain injury. So, uh, and I did that for 25 years. And why that is significant is because. I worked with the brain sort of in the trenches. So uh, I worked with individuals who had, were very, very low, you know, nearly in coma, if not coma. And I worked with individuals who were trying to recapture their life after uh, brain trauma. And so those, I saw a wide range of human behavior and was able to uh, apply brain science in order to help individuals uh, move along. So, uh, and, you know, move toward, toward recovery, toward a meaningful life. So, uh, from there, um, I got, how do I want to say this? Well, I'm just going to say it straight up. Yeah. Uh, the paperwork got to me, to be truthful. The paperwork became more and more 
uh, heavy, more and more documentation, more and more time spent on the computer, and I wasn't having fun anymore. So I decided, well, what else could I do that would be interesting and would help people uncover the potential? And uh, 12 years ago, I uh, went into coaching. So um, that sort of was my journey from a previous work to the work I do today. Love it. So do you think that when you went into, we'll call it private practice for yourself with coaching, um, yep. do you feel less handcuffed because there's not as much kind of like the paperwork and you're able to really delve deep into your clients? You know, it's, it's interesting. Yes, I would say absolutely because I didn't have to do the kind of paperwork I had to do in the medical setting, I was absolutely left to be a little bit freer to explore. But there were a lot of challenges that I didn't anticipate when I went from that setting to coaching. And the biggest one was letting go of this idea that I was an expert. Um, Because when you are a speech pathologist, you're working with brain injury, you're in healthcare, they're asking you, what do we need to do here? What's the next step? What do you do? What do you, you you led a lot of this uh, trajectory as far as what you were going to do with this client. But I had to really let go of that when I went into coaching because now you're really tapping into people's um, internal wisdom. And so asking broader questions, listening a little bit more carefully, and letting go of this idea of expertise. And then coming back and recapturing expertise uh, and putting it in its right place when you work as a coach. So I threw expertise out the window and then realized I had to bring a little of it back. But that was probably the biggest adjustment is from that, even though I was let free to not have to worry about paperwork. Sure. So you, you put in the time at school, um, you worked in, in kind of the, the basically getting people rewired and ready to go after brain injuries, possibly, if I heard yep. that right. But what, That's is correct. Your, what does your family think about you going into private practice when you kind of went to school for this and, and we're working mm. with that? How, how was their take on that? Well, um, so, for instance, my mother said, all those years that you spent. Um, That's why I asked the question. <laughs> because, right, right, yeah. And my husband called it my experiment and my hobby. And uh, right. so that was actually, that was uh, hard. And so you there's that kind of career change uh, does require a little bit of confidence in yourself that you can make that make that switch. Um, I remember the day that I um, decided not to renew my um, speech pathology license, Mm -hmm. where I thought, "Mm, you know, I'm not going to go back to that. I I think I'm, I think I'm going this way now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was, there was some questions for sure. Sure. And uh, perhaps a little bit of scoffing. I bet. I bet. And then that's, that's now that it's like you, you you don't seem like an egotistical person, but kind of inside can be like, look at me though. I, you know, I pushed through, I failed forward when I needed to. It's fantastic. So what do you think makes a great coach? Oh boy. Uh, I think there's, there's a combination here. So when I first went into coaching, um, there was a heavy, heavy emphasis on powerful questions um, and, and all of that. And I think those are really key, those powerful questions, those, those explorations that you do with a client so that they understand who they are and how they think and all of that. But I also think you want to bring in 
some um, information and knowledge to help an individual consider it in order that they can streamline the coaching process. So for instance, um, the MBTI is one way a person can jumpstart their coaching journey by way of trying to understand sort of where they where the where they are at ground level. So, you know, fundamentally this is probably where you are and this is your opportunity to grow from here. So, bringing that in versus trying to ask powerful questions that is going to get somebody to understand for instance, "Oh, I I really love big ideas and patterns and you know, but sometimes I don't pay attention to details. Well, if you can just call that out and say, does this sound like you? Then you can jumpstart and move on with the journey. Love so, it. So why MBTI and now the disc or any of the other okay. ones that were out there? Yeah. So that's a really, really good question. Well, I use the MBTI. I also use a, an instrument called uh, Type Coach, which is mm-hmm. uh, also a Jungian instrument. Um, I, th- I like these instruments if they're used properly, and a lot of times they're not, people say, you know, here, this is my type, and then they sure. put themselves in a box, and they say, well, you know, I can't do details because I'm an ENFP, you know, or I'm going to be late because I'm a P. Right. You know, you don't use it as an excuse. They use for, it as a victim for it. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So it's a developmental model. So you're, sure. you're, you're wanting to become grounded in your, um, your fundamental gifts, and then you also want to find – uh, areas of uh, development and, and improvement, and you're expected to uh, develop. So it's the because it's a developmental uh, model. Um, actually, I'm reading a, a new book that was just came out by uh, Dr. Dario Nardi, and he's been he it's talking exactly about developmental paths for each of the types and ways to get at it, and what are the most likely routes. You know, these aren't things that you prescribe to somebody, sure. but you offer to them for consideration. And it also keeps them from making excuses on what they're lacking in, because a lot of people like you, I, I have a, a certain program that I use for personality traits and whatnot, but a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, well, I'm just slow here. Well, that's why I'm here to help yep, you yep. blast through that weaknesses. That's awesome. So yep. then if you don't mind sharing, when you're bringing somebody in, maybe the discovery period, or you actually, they've hired you, what kind of secret sauce do you use to maybe help them find their blind spots? Oh, okay. So a lot of this uh, is around asking really good questions because yeah. this, is, this is something where I can bring in my brain injury experience to, to explain this. So self-awareness is not something that is peeled back and aha, here we are. This is the truth. Self-awareness comes in layers. So for instance, I'll use a brain injury example just to illustrate this, but you could get somebody in the hospital, come into my office, you know, get me out of here. I got to go back to work. Um, Well, okay. So you've you've got a bit of a memory problem. So we've got to work on that first. Ah, I don't have a memory problem. And then maybe two or three days later, they come in and they say they have a memory problem, but they don't understand the deep implications of what that actually means. They can list it. Uh, So for instance, if somebody has a blind spot, you know, taking it out of brain injury and just to normal, you know, development, if a person says, yeah, I tend to be late. That is a very cursory level of self-awareness. The next thing is, how, do, how does that, how does that Im- impact my life and the life of others? That's a whole other level of self-awareness. And so to get there, you don't jump from 
uh, oh yeah, I tend to be late to this has a huge impact on my life. And then you got to get to the level where you actually care about it because you might say, yeah, it has an impact, but you know what? That's just my flaw. That's the way it's going to be. Right. You know, so you've got to get to these, these layers of self-awareness that allow for you to feel the impact, embody the impact, and then decide it's worth your time to change. Love that. That, that. that is one of the best explanations I've ever heard about self-awareness and how you can really level that area up. So <clears throat> let's, let's piggyback on that last question. Sure. If you're, <clears throat> you bring somebody in, mm-hmm. is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? That's a really good question. Uh, usually, usually when the, when they when they come in, they always kind of want to know what's it gonna what's it gonna look like, and you sure. know how, how much is it gonna cost, and <laughs> those kinds of, of practical questions. Um, oh boy, that is that's a really good. Question. I, I get that all the time. I want them to ask me, "What do you want from me?" You know what I'm saying? Okay. That is the person. I wish that they would because they're coming to you saying, you're the magic pill, you know? Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. work, what you just explained about self-awareness, there's a, what we say here at Time to Shine today, it's inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. It's like there's little parts yeah. of self-awareness that broke down into those little parts. But yes. I, I, you know, I know if I hired you, I'd be like, what am I going to have to do, man? You know, uh, you know, what yeah. are you expecting from me? Which I wish yeah. they would because a lot of times the people you probably take on yeah. are, are high ego. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. leaders and stuff like that. And they won't step yeah. back and ask that. But Yeah. Well, and you know, the thing is, too, is that uh, many of the things that we do are a matter of habit. Uh, yes. so, so this is where this mental fitness piece comes in, in the work that I do is, mm-hmm. so you get those aha moments. You can say, oh, you know, gosh, right. I mean, I got to start working on this or I'm restless and I keep jumping from thing to thing. But you have to have some way to to make those changes and so you have to be able to settle your mind down enough and create muscles in the other direction so i use this thing called positive intelligence which i uh, use as sort of a supplement to the work that i do Mm. because you have to support the possibility that you can create these new brain pathways i mean you've been doing this stuff for a long long time so and part of self-aware or part of lack of self-awareness is around the the defensiveness uh, for why you do certain things, you right. know, like, you know, my mother, who's a very detail oriented person would say, ah, oh, you missed that. You missed that. And I'd say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but maybe it does. Maybe right, it does sure. matter. But right. if you're defensive and you're feeling attacked, right. You're never going to get to the level. So you gotta, you have to have multiple pieces coming together. Love it. So if I'm at a networking event, which we're allowed to do here in South Florida, pretty much, um, yeah. <laughs> press and flash meeting people yeah you know, what kind of things might someone be saying to me that would make them a great referral contact or connection for Ann? um so i would say so look, look, i, I want to make sure that i have the question straight so if you were in a networking event and mm-hmm. you said aha i know this person who could help you what would what what kind of person would be saying that is that what yeah yeah what am i listening for because i love to connect people that's what we do we're a hub here at time to shine today yep yep so you would be listening for individuals who are looking to enhance leadership communication um team building but i also would emphasize individuals who are really wanting to 
understand at a very deep level their strengths, their blind spots, the implications of those. They're motivated to take it to the next level. Um, those are the individuals who I would be working with. Love um, it. So, Love uh, that. Yep. So the self-awareness piece is huge. Yes. Yeah. So let's get in our DeLorean with Marty McFly. Remember him from Back to the Future? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get in our DeLorean. Let's go back to the 22-year-old Anne. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her? We call them knowledge nuggets here at Time Shine today. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her to help her maybe maybe shorten her learning curve and level up and blast through it? Okay. So if I, if I was talking to my 22 year old self, you went I went back and visited her. What are you yep, telling her? Yep. Yep. I would say your free spiritedness is an excellent part of who you are. Uh, undersi- understand there's also a downside to that or a flip side. And if you could recognize the difference, if you could slow your brain down enough to be able to recognize the difference you wouldn't have to uh backpedal make excuses (laughs) zig and zag to make up for something that you might have been able to do differently and save yourself a lot of trouble would she have listened uh Probably not. <laughs> mine, mine, mine wouldn't either, but I would have probably oh. told the same thing that what you're saying. Um, yeah. So yeah. how do you want your dash remembered? And that little mark in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, how do you want Ann Holmes' dash remembered? Oh, I love that. I, w- I would like to be rem- remembered as somebody who really contributed to the uh, coaching conversation around th- self-awareness and what to do about it Um, because I can, you know, I, I, when I've also raised three children, they're in their um, twenties and thirties and everything that I've done from my work in brain injury to my parenting, to my interactions with the friends of my children, to my work in coaching has been about trying to, help people understand who they are, strengths and blind spots, try to make it as fun as possible to uncover their potential, to uncover their self-awareness, to reach a new height. That's how I want to be remembered is all the people I've touched in that way. Just a true go-giver that you are. Thank you so much for saying that. So let's take out our cell phone, uh, tablets, computers, anything electronic. Mm -hmm. What's three things that Anne can't live without? Ah, okay. I can't live without my family. Love it. Um, my, my three children, my husband, and my you know my mom and uh, nieces, nephews. So my family. I can't live without nature, Love beautiful it. trees, water. Um, can't live without nature, and I can't live without watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon. That's awesome. Never heard that before, but if you like the watermelon, I'm always, my third one would always be chicken wings. So. Oh yeah. The watermelon. I can't. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And what's your definition of a life well lived? Uh, a life well lived is one in which you both give and receive, because I think sometimes we think that the only thing we can do is give, but when you receive graciously, you're actually giving yes. also. So yes. thank you for uh, saying that. That law of receptivity, a lot of people forget about that. Yeah. You know, that's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. So 
as we level or as we wind things down just a little bit here, and mm-hmm. I have my leveling up lightning round, you and I could talk an hour yep. plus on each one of these questions, but you got five seconds. Okay. Okay. So you're on the spot. No, they're super easy. You can answer in five seconds. No explanation. Like for okay. like five, five, five. He's funny. Okay. But, All right. I'm ready okay. for this. <laughs> you ready? Let's level up. All right. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Five seconds I have. Um, learn. There you go. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Walking. Okay. Love that. Not the book that you're writing, not the book that you're reading or the flavor of the month. If I'm in my doldrums and I'm not feeling it, say, Fergie, here's the book. I want you to read it. Wow. That's a man. I Let's see. Peter the Great. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. What, when you're texting, what's your most commonly used emoji? Uh, the, um, lately the green virus. Okay. <laughs> Love it. So not wisdomly physically, and you're allowed to still learn in wisdom and everything physically, what age would you stay for the rest of your life? Physically. physically. Uh, I would say, uh, 30. There you go. I love it. I love 30 to 32. That was such a magnificent time for me. What's your favorite charity and organization you like to give your time and your money to? Um, anything that has to do with uh, animals. Love so it. World Wildlife Fund. Yay. So last question. It's a little bit harder and you can actually uh, explain this one, but what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? I already know that. Anytime with the Beatles. So that would be 60s, <laughs> 60s and some 60s. 70s. Love yep, it. Love yep, it. Yep. Uh-huh. Awesome. Awesome. So, and what, how can we find you? Uh, you can go to my website, annholm.net, and I do uh, offer free consultations. So if individuals want to explore both self-awareness or this idea of mental fitness, uh, they can book a free consultation. They can. Re- I actually have several podcasts because I've been on several of them. I'm very excited to be on yours. And so I'm glad I can add that. Um, Blogs. um, So I've got a lot of information on my website as well as an opportunity to connect. So and home.net, you can find me on LinkedIn too. And Twitter. I only retweet it if I have read it. That's my big moniker. Very I don't good. tweet it if I don't read it. And really <laughs> I don't tweet it if you don't read it. Love it. That's a golden That's right. rule right there. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about this book. Okay. So this book that I'm writing, I'm writing it with uh, Dr. Jane Kesey, and we're writing it about uh, brain bandwidth. So what, what that means is, so we were working on a project with education leader leaders. Uh, Jane is very, she's an MBTI um, expert and we do a lot of work together uh, psychological type we like to use the term psychological type because uh, it encompasses other instruments anyway so um, she and I were doing some work for Minnesota State colleges and universities and we had done it uh, two years prior to that and then we came on to um, the project again and what we found was that these individuals we're having a really hard time just making simple appointments, whereas two years before that, they weren't having mm-hmm. any problem. And what we discovered is that people were stretched beyond their bandwidth. 
in multiple arenas and in multiple, multiple spheres. So what we did was we came up with an instrument to try to get at that, you know, uh, how are people fueling themselves? How are they focusing? How are they filtering information so they can maximize bandwidth? And we actually came up with a, 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 a survey and you're going to like this part. We went to a statistician who's a Sparty. There you go. Uh, there you go. And he helped, right. yeah. And he helped us out with, uh, you know, looking at this statistically to see if what we were looking at actually was measuring what we hoped it was measuring. So this project in the making uh, was this survey. And then uh, we were asked to write a book. This is a book that's for the um, K through 12 education people, but it's, it's, uh, Jane has authored 20 books already. So I, I think I'm going to get it done because I'm with somebody who actually gets it done. Yeah. But so it's about brain and bandwidth. So how Love are it. you? How are you fueling your brain? How are you filtering the things around you? How are you focusing, and how is your uh, organization supporting these habits? What's the name so, of it going to be? Uh, we have a working title. You don't have to share it. We'll brain, make sure you bandwidth. get it to us before I, you get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I got, awesome. I have to, I'd have to go back at the contract and look because I think we fiddled around with it a few times. Love so. it. Love yeah. it. And, and Squad, you've just been really gifted a free masterclass for my, my good friend and fellow Michigander. Yes. Uh, and home. <laughs> you know, she's going to use the MBTI method to find out where you're at at ground level and help you level up from there. She also used the type form or type coach as well. She reminds us to be grounded in our fundamental gifts while leveling up the areas where you are weak. And the way you can do that is hire someone like Ann. You know, she's going to remind us that self-awareness, which we talked a lot about, comes to us and comes in layers. You know, you're, you need to realize how it impacts you and others and care about it to really level up. And when you have a solid coach like Ann, she's going to help you walk through that path. You know, she's going to enhance leadership and communication and understand at a deep level of their weaknesses. So that's something, and, you know, I wrote so fast, I have a whole page of notes and I'm really going <laughs> off of for this. You know, she, she would remind her younger self to stay spirited and free, or free spirited, but keep it in check and recognize the difference of what is working, what's not. So if you're younger out there and you're really looking to level up, be relaxed, be free spirited, but keep it in check. Don't let the ego take over, but really, you know, check and balances. Like we like to say, you know, she, wants to be remembered and she is she's a living legacy right now that she contributed to the conversation around self-awareness and she also lastly reminded us to not only give but be open to receptivity which we talk a lot about that here at time to shine today because we're all go-givers but we want to be open to receiving and Anne is and i'm open to receiving this fantastic master class and is humble yet hungry she levels up her health she levels up her wealth the only thing wrong with her is she's a U of M fan but i'll let her slide just for today <laughs> Thank you so, and in all seriousness, and thank you so, so much for coming out. I can't wait yeah. to get my hands on one of those books, and I'm going to give a free copy of Anne's book out, signed by Anne, when it does come out. So all you have to do is uh, post in either the LinkedIn post for Anne, which it still might take a minute, but I'll make sure we keep a good note on it because it's not coming out till next year, but their podcast will drop way before the book's out. But I'll make sure Ann sends out a free copy, which I'll purchase and have her send out to you uh, by posting either the LinkedIn or the Time to Shine Today Facebook page. Ann, thank you so, so much. I hope to be able to collaborate with you in the future and bring you back. Yeah, yeah it was so really a lot of fun. Out. It was okay. wonderful. Have a great day. You too now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate real estate excellence, who can be reached at 
248-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.